1: Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com.
2: Play for
0: free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
1: If you're a local listener, we want to give a quick shout out to a local business we're obsessed with. Mirror Magic Hair Design, located on McLaughlin Boulevard in Oregon City.
0: I always look forward to my next appointment with Andrea at Mirror Magic Hair Design. She's the owner and not only is she incredibly personable and funny, she has poured herself into ensuring that Mirror Magic has nice decor, professional hair products, offers fantastic cuts and color, and ultimately that all of her clients are truly happy. They offer a wide array of services, so check them out. She does incredible work, and without a doubt, the amazing results
1: always make my day. Call to schedule at 503-650-0550. You can also find their contact info in our show notes. Caitlin. Hi, Cassie. Hi, Professor Aubrey. Well, hi there, Cassie. How are you? We're good. Good, good. So we have a very special guest with us today from Friends Talking Nerdy. It is a podcast that we actually recently guested on for their spooky season episode. If you haven't listened to it yet, head over there right after this, immediately. It is episode 216 called season of the witch that's right <laughs> which i loved that title when i saw that i was like oh it's perfect we always um title the friends talking
2: nerdy shows um that are not sort of special shows the like the the saturday show is always going to be titled with the song lyric or title
1: oh perfect that somehow
2: relates to the whatever we talked about that week so i
1: love that Fine. Um,
2: it's fun coming up with the names
1: oh yeah <laughs> is it hard sometimes well I don't actually do it I'm the
2: executive producer of our show so mm-hmm. I do more of the 50,000 you know mile look at what's going on with the show and really Tim implements all of the ideas and stuff but um, he's very creative so I think he really enjoys that process
1: perfect good team Hmm. <laughs> So there is a very specific reason that we have invited you on the show today. Really? You have some ghost stories (laughs) I heard. I have experienced paranormal
2: phenomena in my life.
1: I love that. I am so excited to hear.
2: Okay. So, uh, you know, I would just start by saying I'm from East Tennessee, which is in the Appalachian mountains, specifically the Southern Appalachians. And in the Southern Appalachians, we have a lot of what are called haints, H-A-I-N-T-S, which is the word that we have for ghosts. So haints are people's spirits that are still wandering the earth, usually because they were wronged. And, um, you know, they're still trying to communicate with the world their sorrows. So I grew up in a culture that really had, a, it. had a social phenomenon about ghosts and um, lots of ghost stories. And so we were always telling ghost stories around the campfire and, um, you know, just around the wood stove or or whatever. So I kind of grew up with that idea implanted in my brain that there were spirits that were walking the earth and we lived in a house when I was growing up from the time I was eight until I was 18. And then I lived there several subsequent times in my young adulthood and every time I lived there, it got more and more haunted. Oh my goodness! Oh, <laughs> like it liked you? No, because other people also <laughs> lived there. So okay, Ooh. okay. So so this house was weird. It was built in 1934 as a um, concrete block three room house with a basement.
0: Hmm. Interesting. So
2: very basic one floor but because it was built in 1934 it had hardwood floors and it had moldings and so it was like kind of nice but it was made out of concrete blocks so it was kind of like weird (laughs) um and then (laughs) over the years it had been added on to by subsequent inhabitants and so it had a wing that had two bedrooms and a bathroom it was sort of my sister and I's wing of the house. And then it had another wing that had a master bedroom and a bathroom and a living room in addition to the old original three-room house. Oh, wow. <laughs> so it was just a weird house in general and had lots of, like the layout was, gave itself to um. Spookiness, I think. Yeah, they're yeah. yeah. all separated out. Yeah, nobody's close yeah. to anybody. Yeah. You could easily be attacked by, you know, one by one. Could oh be God! Off by some kind of intruder. Or oh no! Spooky ghost. <laughs> So I was always scared of ghosts in this house. I always felt like from the time I was eight, that there were ghosts in this house. And I came up with a way as an eight-year-old that you can protect yourself from ghosts. If you ever find yourself in a situation where you think that you're in a haunted location, you yeah. just have to, you, <laughs> here's what you do. You just have to have something between you and the air. <laughs> You can't be exposed. Your skin can't be exposed. If your skin is exposed, the ghosts can come and talk to you and interact with you and maybe do something bad to you. But anyway, it's spooky, even if they're just coming to talk to you. So you don't want that to happen. So you just have to cover yourself entirely with a sheet or a blanket. Yeah, And then the ghosts can't. And then it's fine. And this was the only way that I could go to sleep.
1: Oh, my God. When I was a
2: kid. And creepy things would happen, like there was this noise that sounded like metal scraping, like a, oh, more like this, like a scraping noise in the middle of the night. I'm not good with that. No, I don't like it. (laughs) Yes, very scary. And we looked for it. You know, we would hear it and we would look try to figure out what it was and we were never able to discover what was making the spooky noise
0: Ooh. until
2: many years later and I'll tell you when I get to those years what it was okay
1: Oh, <laughs> where was it coming from the basement oh of course of course, <laughs> <laughs> of course. It has mm-hmm. to be the basement
2: <laughs> yes and this place had a very scary unfinished cinder block basement. Ooh. Okay, so I'm, I'm getting older and my sister and I really wanted to um, play with a Ouija board. I don't know where we got this idea, but my grandmother said, don't play with the Ouija board because the haints will definitely get you if you do.
1: But we got one at a yard sale for like 50 cents. <laughs> <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I'm surprised oh. it wasn't cheaper. they were trying to get rid of it. <laughs>
2: And you know, because it it. came from a yard sale, it's like a hundred percent more likely to be haunted. Yeah. Correct. (laughs) Right. It's already been used by some spirits, some, and like some unknown people. And why did that, why are they wanting to sell it? (laughs) Exactly. What did it do to them? But we were excited and I, we were, I was probably 14 and my sister was 16 and um, my parents got really, really upset. And they said, you can't have that in the house and you cannot use that in this house. And so we would go to the local college and use it just on the, like the grounds of the college. Cause that was kind of the closest park to our house. It was just yeah. a couple of blocks away. So we would just like pop over there and do the Ouija board and then pop back. And the more we did it, the more creepy noises and sort of the feeling of being watched Or the, you know, that feeling Mm -hmm. that you get when um, somebody is looking at you. Yeah, it's your lizard
0: brain. (laughs) There's a part of your, like, biology that tells you when there's someone else near or something looking at
2: you. Yeah, it's like that prey response. Like, you're the rat and the eagle has spotted you and that pant, right? Yeah. So those kinds of things would happen. And, uh, so we, we had to keep it in the house. And so we kept it in this room in the house hidden in a closet mm-hmm. in what was my mother's art studio. So one of the three rooms of the old original house was my mother's art studio and her walk-in closet. So she had all of her clothes and shoes and fabulousness in this room mm-hmm. and her art. Um, she was a painter. She's still a painter. Um, just not in my house anymore. (laughs) And so uh, we hid it in a closet in that room. Good call.
1: Or not. I don't know. Did your mom know it was in there? No,
2: nobody knew it was in there. (laughs) So fast forward, I turn 18. I immediately get out of this house. It was like the thing I wanted to do the most was not live in this house anymore. (laughs) So I moved out of my parents' house. And then my parents, while I was going to college, decided to build a different house out in the country. So they did that. And then they still had this weird house in town and like they talked to a realtor who was like, not sure how to market it. And (laughs) they just ended up not needing the money for it, I guess. And so they were just like, we just have this extra house now good problem to have. (laughs) It was so great for me yeah, because I'm like 21, totally screwing my life up in a myriad ways. And whenever I would like not have the rent or (laughs) lose my job, I would just move back into this vacant, spooky, haunted house.
0: Oh my gosh. Selling point (laughs) these days. (laughs)
2: well for for you guys maybe (laughs) i'd buy it (laughs) sold cassie says (laughs) so we called it the um the home for lost daughters because my sister and i whenever we would like be hard up we would go live there my um and then then other members of the family were like hey that's pretty cool there's just an extra empty house so my cousin lived in it for a while and my (laughs) uncle lived in it for a while and as we grew older, all of our experiences in the house got creepier and creepier. So when I was living there, I actually had the experience. I was probably 22 and I was laying in bed and I hear the front door of the house open. No. And close. Nope. And then I hear footsteps across the living room. And I was like, holy shit, there's an invader. So I had an aluminum baseball bat because that's what you do when you're a woman and you live alone, unfortunately. And I <laughs> grabbed the baseball bat and went to my bedroom door that connected to the living room where I heard the footsteps. Gathered my courage to open the door really fast, turn on the light and attack who was ever, whoever was there. Like I was dead serious. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Opened the door, turned on the light. The door was closed. There was no one there. The door was locked. The door, the front door only had a skeleton key lock.
1: Oh, so even creepier. <laughs> yeah, so
2: you had to keep the key in the lock. And I don't know if you've ever seen this in a creepy movie, but that like the, the key is like starts moving and then it like comes out and it falls down. Yeah. Yeah. So I it was like, That never happened, but it it felt like it was about to happen all the time. Oh, my
1: gosh.
2: And then this one time I was in bed and I had a very fluffy down comforter and I had been burning some candles like you do. And um, I had, you know, blown them out probably a half hour before um, then I sort of smell smoke. And I look up and my bed is on fire. I didn't, because that down comforter was so insulating, I didn't feel the heat until there were actual flames. Oh my God. And so I, you know, jump up and I, you know, do the thing where you use the blanket on the blanket, put out the fire. And then I got water and I poured it all over my bedroom. (laughs) But I think the ghost did that. How,
1: yeah, <laughs> yeah. How else
2: would that have happened? I mean, it had been a half an hour. Like I would get if it had been recently that candle was on, but the candle was cold. The bed was on fire.
1: Oh, my gosh.
2: And so I decided then I was going to move out of that house and I was never going to live there again. And I did that and I moved to Portland, Oregon. Yes. from that house <laughs> you know r- relatively quickly after that maybe 6 months after that happened <laughs> and i haven't been haunted since except i i have been haunted a little bit since ooh. but i was smart enough to move away much more quickly
1: yeah, but i have
2: been haunted that. in an apartment in portland as well
1: ooh okay what happened there
2: <laughs> okay so you would think that somebody who had had the experience that I've described to you involving Ouija board would stay away from Ouija boards for the rest of their life right
1: you would think oh but you
2: didn't did you Once again, the yard sale strikes, and, you know, it was a lovely Portland spring afternoon, and I was with my girlfriend, and we were um, going from yard sale to yard sale, like you do, you know? I haven't done I haven't done it in so long. Like, that is actually something I enjoy doing that I haven't done during the pandemic that I haven't thought about that I haven't done during the
1: pandemic. Yeah. <laughs> well, maybe you shouldn't be doing that anymore. Yeah.
2: <laughs> right. So Privileges we're, revoked. <laughs> we're doing that, you know, shopping at yard sale shopping. And there's a Ouija board for like 50 cents. And we were like, oh my God, that's so funny. We should totally we should buy that and then we and our friends and it can't be funny (laughs) (laughs) and it's like i completely forgot about my prior experience with the ghosts yeah because i it didn't even occur to me that this was a bad idea
1: you just blocked it out
2: (laughs) i think that i did because i i remembered Many of the details. I mean, I definitely knew about the bed being on fire and hearing the guy, <laughs> but I think like some of the stuff that had been happening in that house, I didn't as- necessarily associate with ghosts immediately. Wasn't you know? fresh
0: in your mind either,
1: I bet. So yeah, it a lot a had
2: happened. You know, I had been yeah. to law school. I had become a professor, you know. Lot, you know, I had stuffed a lot of stuff in my brain Things going on. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, we got the Ouija board and we took it back to our apartment that we lived in was in the um, Kearns neighborhood in Portland, which is an old yeah. neighborhood. And we lived in a um, sort of 1940s single level Mediterranean style garden apartments which you love to see, like lovely old apartment buildings. And so we took it home and got our neighbors to come over and did a four-person Ouija seance. And as an adult, I mean, I was 30-something at this point. So as a grown-ass person, (laughs) that Ouija board Was the Ouija thing that tells you what letter it is was moving on its own. No, it was moving on its own with like no fingers on it. Ah. There were fingers on it, but like everybody would pull their fingers away and meet when it started moving because my God, it started moving. And so what do you do when it starts moving? You pull your fingers away.
1: Yeah. And it was still moving oh my gosh and um
2: it said a bunch of things that made us believe about the four of us like different like we didn't know each other that well and the Ouija was telling us things that it was shouldn't have known
1: so it couldn't have been any any one of you guys well that was our thinking at the time yeah
0: my gosh, <laughs> don't pull your fingers away. Pull your whole body away.
2: <laughs> right. Well, you know, subsequently in that apartment, and I, I think I actually still have had the Ouija board until last year when I gave it to Goodwill. But I, so it, it, later on in that apartment where the Ouija board was still inhabiting, Here's some things that happened. Okay. My girlfriend, who was my fiance, who I lived with, had an affair with my neighbor. Rude. (laughs) Like, does that really actually happen to real people? Answer. No,
0: No, just on TV.
2: No, it actually happened to me.
1: Oh, my gosh.
2: And then. She um, thought this is just sort of an aside about how terrible this situation is when your um, significant other starts screwing your neighbor and you're not OK with it.
0: Oh, which I feel like it's fair, you know, <laughs> for you to oh, not be OK with it.
2: I'm not OK with it. As an aside, she was like very <laughs> affronted that I was not OK with her and the neighbor hanging out in our shared apartment um and watching a movie for example
1: wow <laughs> we all uh, know what happens when you watch a movie
2: yeah <laughs> you don't need to watch a movie at the same time to both enjoy it if you know what i'm saying correct
1: <laughs>
2: right. so, so anyway my my fiance had an affair with my um next door neighbor And I ended up moving out of that apartment uh, because it was cursed. So I decided once that happened, once she, once she broke up with me, I guess is what happened. um, (laughs) I said, I can't live in this apartment anymore (laughs) because it's cursed
1: because of the Ouija board. Oh Oh my gosh. Do you think like, so That's a thing. Like if there's a demon in the Ouija board, it it messes with your mind and it'll make you think things that like are not your own thoughts. And you're like, you have, you don't know what's happening. So you're like, these are my thoughts, right? (laughs) I think it's a possession of sorts.
2: Yeah, they are trying to use your body and your facility to communicate, to communicate in a way that they couldn't as... (laughs) ephemeral oh. forms.
1: Yeah. They just want to come and cause chaos on everyone's lives. This is enough, yeah, chaos I think enough this is- for me. <laughs> <laughs> We've got another promo role that we are
0: really excited to share today. <clears throat>
1: Hello, everyone in podcast land.
0: Hello! Are you looking
1: for an upbeat true crime podcast? Well, guess what? You, <laughs> you found, found it. it! I'm Mary the Mom. And I'm Kylie the daughter, And we are Sipping, Sipping with, with Snapped, Snapped a, a true, true crime, crime podcast. podcast. <laughs> Join us every wine Wednesday for a beverage while listening to a tale about someone who has snapped? Cheers! Cheers. <laughs> <laughs> yes. okay.
2: You guys, we're back! Hi! Hi! You know, a lot of the Southern Appalachian people come from um, a part of Scotland, or sorry, a part of Ireland where a lot of Scottish people settled. So they're called the Scotch-Irish. and. So there's a lot of Scotch Irish in Southern Appalachia, which is it's in Ulster in Ireland is where that is located. Anyway, we resonate strongly with the tales, too, of the sort of old Celtic-ish traditions where I come from. And so the idea of people trying to keep sort of ancestral communication forward Is is there sort of something culturally, too, I think? Yeah, I think so. That ghostiness feeds into? Yeah. Yeah,
0: I think a lot of, like, the culture from that little sliver of the world definitely believes in, like, the fairies. And there's, a you know, I guess a lot of different types of entities and paranormal and you know all different ways you can label it that sort of is just culturally something that is really significant and something that they really kind of
1: take seriously very superstitious like in your blood it makes you more open to everything
2: right exactly yeah i mean i'm not romany or you know i'm not um gypsy sorry um right I would that I think resonates really strongly with but I think I think Ireland Scotland is kind of right up there
0: right up there definitely I agree (laughs) yeah maybe I need a blood transfusion if it's in your blood I I would (laughs) like some fresh
1: (laughs) oh you're fucked already (laughs)
2: And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Um, Yeah, not so much a monster culture, but definitely a ghost culture. But there are, you know, other cultures are more into monsters or, you know, creepy things that come and steal your babies. Ooh.
0: (laughs) (laughs) The Irish do have that as a, as a story though, too. Like, um, gosh, what is that called? I think they call them changelings. So they do believe that children and infants can be stolen and then they're replaced by basically, uh, um, I think that generally they believe that they're fae that try to basically pose as the child. Very interesting premise.
1: Mm -hmm. Uh, just a good reason not to have children
2: (laughs) there are so many of those though as from from the childless
0: 47
1: yeah all three of
0: us are like yep it's a consensus Mm -hmm.
1: (laughs) no children (laughs) they're
2: creepy as fuck (laughs) yeah
1: there are lots
2: of you know not all children are creepy All children have the potential to be creepy, but they're not all creepy. And, um, you know, they can be cute. I mean, there are lots of reasons to have kids. I'm not judging. (laughs) There are lots of reasons not to have kids. Yeah.
0: Whatever you decide, it should just be what you really want. Everybody has to do that. Yeah. Everybody just has to make that decision for themselves. So... (laughs) I love yeah. that other people have children because it really takes a lot of the burden off of well me. Selfishly, I want to love your child and then after the appropriate amount of time hand them back to you and go <laughs> to sleep because you can. Yeah. yeah,
2: do whatever I want to do because I can. That is the privilege of the childless. <laughs> But, you know, you also have to come face to face with your own absolute mortality. Like people do live on through their children to some extent. Um, So you you do have to sort of come to terms with death in a different way, I think, than people with kids do.
0: Yeah, that's an interesting. I thought maybe I was the only one that was like that morbid in, in this particular choice. <laughs> I was like, does anybody else go this dark? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I
2: mean, why do people have kids?
0: I guess that makes sense. I'm yeah. part
2: of part of the reason I have to think is this, I, because that's the part that sort of bothers me the most about not having kids is that I won't ever, I I don't ever have that feeling of, I'm planting a tree today that my progeny are going to enjoy in the future, yeah, yeah, and I, I wonder do, it, if it helps you to have a real nihilistic view of the world right? <laughs> yeah. like it's Definitely. all the who the
1: fuck cares? I don't you know <laughs> it's not gonna be here later anyway, so in however no. many years, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, I'm just
0: thinking, is there maybe like an adopted changeling program? You know, you just take one of those that couldn't find a kiddo to inhabit.
2: I'll have to go to Uh Ireland and Scotland and wander around in the forests looking for the children. Because another thing, and I don't know where I'm getting this from. Mm -hmm. And unfortunately, at my age and in the era of reality that we inhabit, um, I can't remember whether things, whether I actually know them or they came from TV <laughs> shows. So oh. <laughs> forgive me if this is a plot line, <laughs> but I think there's a tradition where if you, the children who were different in some way, uh, one, one way that the community was sort of making this really awful choice of how can we manage... The needs of this child create a sort of cultural myth around if we Mm. leave the child in the tree, the fairies will come and get it and take care of it, and it will become a changeling. Um, So like I said, I don't know if that came from a TV show or a reputable source of some sort.
0: No, I think I'm familiar with some of the loosely some of that mythology. And I think that that was, I mean, yeah, God, that really takes it to a dark place. But it's like, ooh, we really don't want to deal with this. Can we just put it in a tree and like make up like a spooky story? You guys like good with that?
2: That's so (laughs) sad. Well, it really puts religion in context, too, (laughs) because if we think you know, to our minds, that sounds pretty kooky. Right. Like (laughs) there are fairies that come and take the disabled (laughs) child and turn it into a a fairy princess. Christianity is not really any less wacky. It's just been presented to us (laughs) in a very, um, this is the truth kind of way. Yeah,
0: Yeah. I'm tempted to say, palatable but it's the word i want to use but it's not the right word
2: if that makes it's sense, like so it's a social norm it was presented right. to us in a normative way like this yes. is something you there should admire yes. this is something you should aspire um sort even yes. if you weren't cuz i wasn't brought up in the church and i've never gone to church i was brought up in the bible belt mm. by a southern baptist family that had gone bad So I I don't know what that means about my religious knowledge. It's probably all bullshit. But (laughs) it seemed to me some of it was pretty magical. Oh, yeah.
0: A little far-fetched sometimes, Yeah, you know?
2: (laughs) Just a little. Yeah. (laughs) Just a wee bit. (laughs) But, you know, there's people living and dying over that stuff right now as we speak.
1: Yeah, I know. Really? It's crazy. Everyone thinks that they're right. When really they just need to get the Ouija board and, yeah. no. and tell them what
2: the right answer is. He's <laughs> trying to, to start a cult right now. <laughs> oh, no. Did we just start a cult? Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, we could start a, our own religion and be um, tax exempt. Right. Yeah, I think for the tax
0: benefits alone, it's, yeah, it's really worth it. (laughs) I'm down for that. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. All right, well, we'll do some research on that um, Mm -hmm. on our own time, and we'll
2: reconvene.
1: (laughs) Cult meeting. (laughs) Yeah.
2: (laughs) I think it has to be at Cassie's house, um, because it's already pre-sort of culted up.
1: Yeah, it is. I also have a Ouija board. Yeah, do you? I do. I actually, I have a Ouija board story. I've told Caitlin. It was. I don't like it. It was Halloween that this happened. This year. Yep. Just like a few days ago. Oh yeah. <laughs> okay. Let's hear it. All right. So, I I've had this Ouija board. I got it from Goodwill for like ever. It's kind of one of the cheesy ones. It has like the the planchette thing, like lights up glow in the dark or <laughs> something. Um, so it's like, it's more like a toy. I feel like it feels like more like a toy. So I've used it once before. Nothing happened. I was just like, this is kind of horseshit. So we tried it again this year um, with a couple of friends. Everyone else had gone home. It was just me and two other friends. And Caitlin was gone. Okay. She was like, you cannot do the Ouija word while I'm here. I will not have it. <laughs> This will
0: be the end of our show.
2: (laughs) (laughs)
1: Cursed show. Yeah. yeah, Exactly. (laughs) So we do the Ouija board. Nothing happens. Like one of the people wasn't really taking it seriously. He was just like messing around. So nothing happened. Whatever. He's going to get haunted. He'll be the one that gets haunted. (laughs) It's
2: it's if you don't (laughs) believe that you get fucked with.
1: Well, it's me. It's out there so, yeah. to make you a believer for <laughs> sure. <laughs> See, I'm like, I'm a believer, like of people's stories, but like until it happens to me, I'm just like, nothing's ever going to happen to me. Like, it's not real. It's fine. <laughs> so then I do these things and things happen. So everyone leaves. What? <laughs> I know, right? Surprise, surprise. And then I'm like the candles, I, was, I had like little fake candles, like battery powered candles set up and they're like a twist. Mm. So like you twist them all the way and they turn on, you twist them a little bit and they're off. So I'm twisting all the candles off and then I set them down there on the table by the Ouija board and I go like in the kitchen to go clean up and I turn around and there's like one of them is lit back up. And I'm like, okay, like that happens with those twisty ones. Like, I'm sure I just didn't twist it enough. So I went over there and I twisted it off again. I go back in the kitchen, start doing dishes, blah, blah, blah. I talk to my boyfriend in the other room. I come back and the freaking same candle is on again next to the Ouija board. I'm like, okay, one more time. We're just going to go turn it off. It's fine. Everything's fine. I do that. And then this time it had been a while, like probably 30 minutes. And I'm like, I come out back into this room again or something. And the same candle is back on. And I'm like, all right, this is the third time (laughs) this has happened. (laughs) I get my phone out and I'm like videoing it. So I take a video and I just say basically what happened. And then I go turn it off. And then I like move them all. I take everything to the other table and I just I don't know why I should have just taken the batteries out of the damn candle. But anyway, I have so many questions already. Just saying. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, other things happen. So I go upstairs, get ready for bed. And I'm like getting ready for bed. I'm almost ready. And I'm like, you know, I need, I really need to go downstairs and like get something. So like get my robe on. I'm like ready. I like go for the handle on the bedroom door to go downstairs. And I'm like, what was I going to go down there for? Cause like, that happens you know we all do that we forget we walk in a room we're like, what were we doing? And I like I was like, wait what could I ever need downstairs like there's nothing down there that I need I was racking my brain trying to think of this thing that I like really needed that I needed to put my robe on as I'm like about to get in bed and go all the way downstairs to get and I could not think of a single thing that I needed down there and I was like, you know what? I I feel like something was like calling me down to get me to like play with the Ouija board again by myself. (laughs) So I was like, nope. Put my robe on, (laughs) got in bed, went to sleep.
2: (laughs) Not doing it. Okay, okay, okay. I'm I'm glad that this because this was my primary question was why didn't you? So I always think I wouldn't ever have and when you said I came back the second time gathered up the candles and moved them to another place right I was like I would never ever like I
1: I would be so freaked out I wouldn't do that <laughs> like why would I not take all the batteries out of the candles right then and there like or why were you running out of the house I mean I Perhaps. don't know it was just I a- don't have any questions <laughs> I have matches <laughs> I just gonna have to build it. a new house. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought, you know, technical difficulties.
2: <laughs> so you felt okay. You weren't feeling like creeped out until you had that sort of pull feeling downstairs. Now, see, yes. I thought what you were gonna say was that you felt this pulling feeling to go downstairs, and you went downstairs, and the candles were all lit where you had moved them. Nope. <laughs> that would have been really creepy that was Honestly. what I was scared of <laughs> is that what you were scared was gonna happen yeah I was like that go candle's back gonna
1: be on again and it actually did light up again the next day my boyfriend gets up like way before I do and so when I got up I asked him I was like hey were any of those candles lit and he was like oh yeah one of them was I just turned it off I was like wait what <laughs> so not okay so now the batteries are out of all the candles. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. But I've never had that feeling before. Like I was like, I had to go downstairs. Like I just had to. And I was like, wait, why? If you don't have to. <laughs> there's nothing down there that I need or even want. I had my water, I had my chapstick, I had my phone. All the essential. I yeah, there's nothing down there I needed.
2: So um, when you guys were on Friends Talking Nerdy, mm-hmm. um, the podcast that I'm on, that comes out every Saturday and Wednesday and is funny sometimes,
1: all the time. <laughs> it's always funny. <laughs>
2: <laughs> um. Anyway, what was I saying? Oh, um, what was I saying? When we were on. Oh, when you pod. were on iTunes. Yeah. We talked about scary movies. Mm-hmm. Yes. So I know that you're into scary movies, Cassie. So I wonder if you've watched the Paranormal Activity movies. Oh, yes. I love those. What you're describing sounds like the beginning of one of those movies.
1: Oh, my God. Stop.
2: (laughs) It really does. And did you? they recorded it in her living room? (laughs) (laughs) Have you seen Get Out? Yes. And not remembering what it's about, though. It's about, uh, you know, what happens when your house doesn't want you to live in it anymore. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> so similar sort of, I'm just thinking about your house and I'm wondering, like, how old is your house? What kind of
1: spooky things could be there? Nothing spooky um, really happens here, though. Like, I've lived think- here a while and... It's the combination, though.
0: Like you haven't really had anything happen there, but you pull out a Ouija board on Halloween. Mm -hmm. I mean, you—you're honestly—I don't like (laughs) to—I don't like to point the finger or blame the victim, but like, girl, if you were ever asking for it that is just
1: it's a it's an open invitation i was asking for it too. do oh my god you i were. said like i said to i was like i don't even care if it's a demon just do something no. you see what i'm working okay. with
2: so you really need to implement this sheet routine that i told you about <laughs> yeah. at the show it will help you and protect you just keep just remember right so if you're laying in bed. You just need to make sure your entire entire body is covered by some type of sheet or blanket yeah. and that will protect you from any type of paranormal activity. I will do
1: that. <laughs> How yeah, is it every night? <laughs> nothing happened has happened since though. So thank goodness. Maybe I maybe my crystals scared it away.
0: <laughs> yeah. I'll well, be able to come visit your house again in a couple of years.
1: <laughs> Or maybe it was just because it was like Halloween, so like the doorway was or the veil or whatever was thin, and yes, the veil between the worlds, yeah, because it was it was Saturday night, and we did it around probably like eleven, and then everyone was out by midnight. so all of that all of the creepy shit that happened was after midnight, so technically Halloween awesome. <laughs> I'm gonna try it again next year. <laughs> Well, we'll we'll have to see what happens
2: between now and then. This could be a very interesting year for you.
1: I know, you maybe sure it's just waiting be. and
2: lurking around.
0: I'm going to sage you when you come over this weekend.
1: <laughs> no, Damon. I'm going to
0: rub you. I'm going to give you a good old like crystal Ooh. body scrubbing. Okay.
2: <laughs> She's like, what? I,
1: say. I think this that that's have some thoughts about that, but
2: yeah. <laughs> Very expensive treatment in Switzerland, the crystal rub. I mean, we do it with Lovely. salt, right? Why not do it with like little, yeah. yeah, crystals? You could get your, you know, mystical beauty routine. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I think I could make a lot of money with that idea,
0: right? I know. I'd I think it. we need to get to work on
2: this. Yeah. <laughs> Collab. Psychic Aubrey's. Yeah.
1: Crystal
2: bath salts. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'd actually probably buy that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah.
2: <laughs> I give like a really badass illustrator to do like little baby bird skull diagrams.
1: Ooh. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. All yeah. Of it.
2: <laughs> well, Cassie can vouch
0: for this. I totally would have bought that by like the truckload right around mm-hmm. my birthday because
1: whoa diamonds. <laughs> wow. Yeah, you're having a lot of spooky shit happen.
0: They really like me. They really love to
1: hate me. <laughs> Her oh. apartment is haunted. It's fine. <laughs> yeah.
0: Uh yeah. They I think it's sort of a get out kind of a vibe a little oh. bit. Um I think I think that prior to me moving in here, um, whatever is here (laughs) um, thought that Chris was their boyfriend. Um, So I think they're a little upset. So yeah, I had a, a series should of a move. I really, <laughs> <Yeah.
2: just>
1: <laughs> move. <laughs> we might, we might, we'll see.
0: It's got, it's kind of leveled off because we've really kind of taken some <laughs> drastic measures. I've stopped just shy of having a priest come out and bless the house. So, um, but yeah, no, I was having like nightmares about like loved ones, deaths, um, Yeah, you know, just like the super usual, like ghosty stuff, like extra charming, like
1: super detectors going off for no reason. And yeah,
0: (laughs) weird noises and closet doors opening and closing on their own. Um, Yeah, I mean,
2: well, so you're you, you you're pre haunted. So you really can do anything you want to in there. You could have a seance. You could do the Ouija board because you're already pre-haunted. Like you can't do any worse. Oh, I don't, you know, I don't know that we want
0: to say things like that out loud. I feel like this particular energy takes that as a challenge. Um, I know this because the last time I had something really horrible happen was uh, when Chris was kind of, I can't even remember what he said, but it was something to the effect of like, it's not even real. Like come at me. And I'm like, thanks a lot. It's not going to come at you. It's coming at me.
1: Like, oh no.
0: <laughs> and that was right before I had that um, experience where I what the fucked out of the shower because <laughs> closet doors were opening and closing on their own. So oh, yeah.
2: that's kind of uh, like, you guys, you guys both sound like you have more haunted house more haunted house experience than mine.
1: Oh, <laughs> the, yours I, is
0: good. That's all I've ever had. I've really never had anything like this happen before. This is all like very new to me. I always avoid everything spooky. That's why I do the true crime you- because <coughs> I can't. No. It's my, my
2: fault. <laughs> let me let me ask you a question yeah. though, Kaylin. Do you think that you could be Manifesting a fear or concern that you might have, it sounds like you've only recently moved in with Chris.
0: um, I've been here for a few months now, so okay. so, and it started really like happening pretty much once I was actually living here. It was like it didn't mind when I was sort of like transient in the space, <laughs> but now that I live here. And it's taken a couple of months and now like in these last, these most recent couple of months, things have kind of leveled off. I think it's figured it out. And it's like, oh, okay, I'm fighting a losing battle. Like, he's no good for me. I have to let him go. <laughs> <laughs> <Aww>. <laughs> I could be wrong. I've, I'm not issuing a challenge.
2: <laughs> I want that to be on the record. <laughs> That's kind of the stuff of um, tabloids, right? right. You a great tabloid story about my boyfriend's in love with a ghost or uh, <laughs> yeah. there's a ghost in love with my boyfriend. I'm he sure that's been a story. Not.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. I know. And enough about my creepy apartment. <laughs> yeah, I think we're, we're planning an episode on like trying to figure out how to cleanse slash figure out what's in her place so yeah
2: (laughs) maybe you can get some paranormal investigators to come investigate your apartment yeah
1: we're (laughs) gonna try some DIY investigating oh is she gonna 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 let let that happen it was her idea
2: (laughs) wow Okay. Well, want to know what it is. I want to know so, what it is. Inquiring minds want to know, right? What it is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: I want to know what it is. I want to know, is this just like a straight up ghost? Is this, it's been suggested, uh, that it might be a succubus, uh, which I have purposefully not done a bunch of research into yet. Cause just the name alone is, uh, you know enough that's like fodder for nightmares for me but
2: oh for real <laughs> Do either of you watch um south park oh yeah yes <laughs> do you remember the succubus episode yes
1: <laughs> <laughs> what was that song she was singing i can't remember
2: oh i can't either but i'm gonna have to watch that rewatch that episode yeah. now because yeah i can't, I can't recall <laughs> oh there has to be morning after. Yes, we can hold on to the light. Thank you. Oh my gosh! Thank God. That's from here. my uh, amazing um, co-host, the anchor of Friends Talking Nerdy, Tim Jasma, um, the
1: sexiest voice in podcasting today. Yes, just uh, gave us that song answer. Yes. He needs to come sing that into the mic. <laughs> he
0: just, he he couldn't see this situation where we were struggling. We were truly floundering and not lend a hand.
2: He's very chivalrous in that yeah. way.
1: Absolutely. <laughs> so sweet. <laughs> Should we have a creepy ass day together? A creepy ass what? <laughs> so at the end of our show, we say have a creepy ass day and we oh, try to do it ass. together i thought you said <laughs>
2: creepy ass diet together <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh no we're creepy, not interested
2: right? in that <laughs> no thank you no i diet- <laughs> will have normal food no. i like all of my trams. <laughs> <laughs> all right so um have us
1: we're gonna do it all three at uh, once mm-hmm. we're gonna try <laughs> we're gonna try <laughs> Usually I count. Usually we're off, but you know what? Even if we're off, I can change. I can. I'll fix the audio so that we're all together. <laughs> That's amazing. That's
0: what I had to do last. Very time. experienced <laughs> at that by now. Let me know, lie. <laughs>
1: These are like hardcore skills that you have doing this. Oh, I just Google how to do things and and I do it.
2: <laughs> that, she says I mean, that like
1: it's not impressive though. I'm like. I,
2: I, Hey, I, I, um, I did a whole house. I renovated a whole house all by myself. Well, I contract, I contracted to do it, but I did a lot of the work myself. Anyway, I, um, oh learned how to do every single bit of it, watching YouTube
1: videos. It's great. It's perfect. You, you can don't really need learn to school do it anymore. anymore.
2: You don't need school anymore.
1: That's all I've done for like,
0: <laughs> like seven out of the last 10
1: years I was in school. Sorry.
2: Fuck it, you guys.
0: I'm never doing anything else
1: again. Ugh. I'm exhausted. Just learn it on YouTube for free. <laughs> All right. Thank you so much, Professor. Your stories were great. It was, so fun. Uh, it was very fun to hang out with you guys. Thank you for inviting me. Yeah, Definitely. We should do it again sometime.
0: Yeah. I know. Um, we'll do a tarot reading um, another time when... Oh, yeah yeah I, I the the reason I didn't want to reschedule to do our recording um that I had a work obligation that came up for the evening, and I'm like, okay, so I think if I, <laughs> so I'm just <laughs> attempting just to teleport myself all over across town like several times today, Ugh. just to like fill in all of oh. the parts and pieces that need to happen. <laughs>
2: Oh. So we'll do a tarot reading
0: sometime when we have more time. Yeah, that'll be yeah, fun. I'd love to. I'd love to.
2: <laughs> well, thanks, guys. Yeah, Bye. Thank you. thank you. Bye. Have, have a, a creepy creepy past day. day. See, See you, you next, next Tuesday. Tuesday.
0: So, for all of you that are listening, if you have any true crime or paranormal stories that you want us to share. Maybe with the whole Pacific Northwest. Yes,
1: we would love to read them on the pod. (laughs) Yes, we will read them out loud. (laughs) Not just in our heads. Yes.
0: (laughs) They don't have to be from the Pacific Northwest. If you would like to share, email us at pnwhauntsandhomicides at gmail.com. It's all spelled out, no special characters, super duper easy peasy
1: follow us on Instagram and Facebook. Same thing as the email at PNW Haunts and Homicides, all spelled out, no special characters. Please also rate and review us on whatever platform you're listening to and check out our stories on social media because our meme game is hot. Mm -hmm. Agreed. (laughs) And if you agree like Caitlin, you can also find us on Patreon and support the show. Bitchin. (laughs) Bitchin. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> um sorry I just said um like right in the oh, middle like wow. a dum-dum <laughs> this is why we edit because Cassie gets nervous <laughs> yeah she's I'm just... the only one <laughs> right nobody gets nervous but
2: Cassie in the whole world it's true <laughs>